You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer. Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all facets of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, the importance of chiropractic treatment following a car accident. Hello, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? I'm well, thanks, Liz. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me again today. So let's get started. If there are no obvious injuries, why should people seek medical attention immediately after being involved in an auto accident? Yeah, great question, Liz. Um, And this is a really important one for people uh, and a lot of people that we uh, treat in the offices immediately after you've been in a car accident and a massive amount of hormone release, particularly uh, cortisol and adrenaline. And when cortisol and adrenaline's in the system, it kind of takes over um, all the other hormones. And essentially what it does is it blocks the nociception receptors in the body, so it kind of masks pain. Um, and then uh, what happens is over a number of hours, maybe even days, weeks, as those hormones dissipate, uh, then the body really starts to kind of let us know that we're in a lot of pain. So if you have been involved in a car accident and you don't feel pain immediately, that doesn't mean there isn't going to be pain down the road. Uh, those hormones, again, are really going to kind of interfere with how you're feeling. Um, second of all, there was a great study out of uh, Yale recently that said if you're involved in a car accident and you're either traveling or the car or object that's hit you is traveling at 8.2 miles an hour or greater, the spine absorbs the majority of the force and it can shift out of alignment. So again, even if it's a fender bender and you've only been hit at 10 miles an hour, things are going to shift out of alignment. And when things shift out of alignment, our bodies are great at compensating, so we'll figure it out at its infancy. But over time, those misalignments are going to slowly break us down. It's going to beat up the spine, beat up the soft tissue. We're going to create compensatory patterns. So essentially, if you've been in a car accident, you want to make sure that, you know, you're getting checked out early on because it's going to essentially allow us to address things in the acute phase, in the early phase. If you leave it weeks, months, even years, over time, that shift is just going to create issues down the road. And obviously, the more issues we have, the more time, energy, and effort we're going to have to put into getting those issues fixed. So if you've been in a car accident, even if it's a fender bender, do your thing. Make sure you reach out to uh, your local chiropractor just to have your spine evaluated, uh, and it will go a long way in kind of saving you a lot of kind of time, energy, and effort down the road. And should auto accident victims see a chiropractor after going to the emergency room or seeing a medical doctor? And what would the chiropractor find that a medical facility might have missed? Yeah, great question. And I would do all the above. 
um, if you've been in a car accident, we work with a lot of people in the personal injury space. First thing you need to do is obviously get it on record, right? So file that police report because um, you're going to need to do that for obviously, you know, filing your complaint to your insurance. Thereafter, I'd highly recommend going to the emergency room or the urgent care and visiting a medical doctor. Why? Because obviously they're versed in trauma, particularly those emergency room doctors. So allow them to perform an examination of the area that's been injured, even if you don't feel that you're injured, um, and they're going to be able to find any sort of pathology, so sprains, strains, breaks, fractures, and obviously they can perform any imaging that they may need to perform. For example, where you concussed, you probably should get a CT scan. Um, have you got 8 plus 10 out of pain uh, in your lower back or your arm? Let's get an x-ray. From there, uh, the medical doctors, usually what happens, will perform the evaluation. If they find any issues, then they'll obviously proceed with the necessary treatment. But if they don't, usually what happens is they'll give you a script to manage the pain, uh, and then they'll send you on home. However, just because there's no breaks or fractures or any damage you know, to the to the discs in your spine or even your brain doesn't mean things haven't shifted. What chiropractors focus their training on is the neuromuscular skeletal system, so essentially the spine specifically and then all the soft tissue that works within the body. So after you've been to see your primary or the ER, I would recommend seeing your chiropractor because they're going to be allowed, they're going to be able to evaluate function within the spinal joints, alignment within the spinal joints, and they're going to be able to pick up on things that medical providers that aren't necessarily trained within that specific space may have missed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what are the most common injuries sustained in a mo minor motor vehicle accident, and how long does it take for symptoms of these type of injuries to be felt? Honestly, it really depends on the person, right? We had a patient recently that was in a really small collision. He was depositing some money in the bank, was rear-ended, probably no faster than five miles an hour. Yet, he ruptured a ligament in his wrist, he ruptured a ligament in his elbow, he uh, damaged some discs in his neck, and he's in a massive amount of pain. We have other patients that you know have been hit 40, 50 miles an hour and only have soft tissue injuries. So it's all going to depend on the mechanism of injury uh, and the patient. But the classic uh, injuries that we see in minor vehicles are those soft tissue injuries. So uh, sprains and strains within the neck or within the lower back. Um, and again, those symptoms depend on the severity of the injury. Soft tissue injuries can take anywhere from four to six weeks to clear up uh, as long as you're going through the right treatment protocols and you're working with a good chiropractor um, who's going to who's going to be able to help you uh, get over that soft tissue injury. And could you describe some of the chiropractic treatments used to treat these injuries? Absolutely. So in the first phase uh, is the acute phase People who've been in car accidents usually in a lot of pain, really high pain uh, generators, seven plus out of ten. All forms of movement are difficult. Basic function, getting dressed in the morning, sleeping are an issue. So goal one is to essentially decrease the inflammation, decrease the uh, uh, the pain levels, and then improve the range of motion. So that's going to come through kind of more passive modalities. We're going to use light adjustments with instruments. We're going to use uh, what we call some e-stim, where we put an electrical current into the tissue, helps uh, the tissue to recover, and then we're going to use 
large of ice. And then once the patient starts improving, both in how they feel, so I have less pain, it's less often, then you see some improvement in the function, they're starting to move better, then you can really start ramping up the protocols of treatment. So the second phase will be to start working on the damaged soft tissue and the misalignments within the spine. Um, and you'll do that through physical therapy and chiropractic work. And then once we start seeing some big improvement in their pain generators and their function, okay, I can sleep better, I can sit for longer, then you can really start ramping up the uh, chiropractic and the physical therapy protocols and get a little bit more functional, working them towards getting back to pre-accident status. So a lot more dynamic movements, um, things that they wouldn't have been able to, done, to do at the beginning of the accident. And what is involved in a typical chiropractic treatment plan following an auto accident? Yeah, great question. Advanced health, we do a lot of personal injury, people who've been in motor vehicle accidents. Um, and again, it all starts with a thorough evaluation, a history of the accident, going through the mechanism of injury, um, and then a thorough evaluation of the spine and the soft tissue. So an orthopedic examination and then uh, neurological examination. Make sure the joint affected and or the spine um, isn't any red flags. We'll then shoot some x-rays. Um, from there, we'll be able to kind of diagnose the issue and then build out the treatment plan. And again, similar to our last question, in the early phase, it's the acute phase. People are in a lot of pain, there's a lot of inflammation, just basic functions are challenged. So our goal is to essentially do uh, exactly the opposite of that. So decrease the pain levels, decrease the, uh, decrease the inflammation, and then start improving uh, function. So how would we do that at Advanced Health Chiropractic? We'd adjust the spine, but we tend to start with uh, kind of instruments and the lighter side of adjustment. We'll do lots of what we call stimonize, where we apply electrical current into the muscle, helps uh, muscle recovery, and then ice helps with the inflammation. Usually it can take anywhere from three to six visits. We start seeing some improvement, how patients are feeling, I have less pain, I can you know, get dressed easier in the morning, sleep easier at night. Then we can start adding in treatment protocols. And the first protocol is to improve range of motion. That's prerequisite for a healthy joint. Improve, restore range of motion. So I could do lots of soft tissue work, lots of stretching, lots of mobility work, and some kind of basic kind of st stability work. As we start seeing improvement in range of motion, less pain, improvement in the function, then we can obviously start ramping up the PT protocols, we'll move into a manual adjustment, start them with spinal traction, uh, and then really start working through the PT aspect of it. Uh, and the second and third phase goals for us are to improve stability within the joint and the spine, and once the stability's there, then we'll start improving the strength of the joint and the spine. And obviously just progress them through. And then obviously by the time they finish with the treatment, they should be back to MMI, maximum medical improvement. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're busy. So I want to thank you for all of your time and your help today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Liz. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Stringer, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening and we look forward to bringing you more top quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to... RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.